Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And joining us right now, our friend from Baseball America, Kyle Glazer, with us here on Ben & Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Happy New Year. Good morning, Kyle. Hey, Happy New Year, guys. How you doing, Kyle? Uh, I wanted to ask you kind of an open-ended general question based on your your best educated guess the state of of the san diego padres right now how is aj preller we know he's watching what this market is doing we we know he sees what guys are getting paid um how do you think he's feeling as a gm right now knowing what he has left to work with look aj preller and his staff are going to have to get very 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 creative they need a center fielder there's not really any center field options you like left on the market um some of the starting pitching options that are there are guys you don't really want to give a whole lot of money to. There's guys with some injury risks. So um, the fact that they're not going to be able to play at the top of the market for, you know, say a Cody Bellinger, um, you know, maybe bringing back a Blake Snell, you know, when you look at the remaining options after that, there's not a ton you feel great about. So he and his staff are going to have to get creative, whether that's through trades, whether that's maybe moving some guys that are currently in the organization, moving positions and trying to do some other things. Um, it's not going to be easy at the same time. Again, this is why a general manager and president of baseball ops gets paid by creative solutions. <laughs> the, it's exactly right. He's going to have to do some serious uh, GMing this off season. Have you heard any rumors about potential position changes? Because I think you know Fernando Tatis to center makes some sense. I do. We were laughing about it yesterday. Everybody always says, "Well, a cheap power hitting corner outfielder is so easy to find." Along with a first baseman, we need all of those, and and yet you know they're not really out there unless you do in fact get creative so have you heard anything about guys potentially being looked at at other positions uh nothing internally from the organization at the same time i think you look at the way this roster is currently constructed who's available on the free agent market and moving Fernando tatis jr to center maybe signing say jorge soler and eddie rosario to one or two year deals to fill out the corners that's certainly a more appealing option than yeah. trying to find one of the center fielders that are currently on the free agent market so Outside of Cody Bellinger, of course, he's not going to be in the Padres' price range. So I, I think that nothing official is being talked about yet. At the same time, um, you can clearly kind of read the tea leaves and see that given the state of things, that might be what they have to do. Even if you could get Jorge Soler and Eddie Rosario on one-year deals, which I'm guessing you can't, based on what we've seen in the market, that's probably more than the Padres are looking to spend with the rest of their off-season cash just right there. Which leads me to believe at some point, Kyle, they're going to have to rely on their own minor league system 
to produce some of this talent. And I know Baseball America has been pretty glowing in their reviews of what A.J. has done the last couple of years uh, in the draft, in international signings, and in player development. Where, where did you guys rank uh, most recently the Padres minor league system? Uh, in our midseason organization talent rankings, I believe they were seventh. Um, again, those are a little dated at this point because you've had players graduate, you've had guys move around. Right. So we just wrapped up the prospect handbook. We're going to be putting together our top 100 prospects here shortly, and an updated organization talent rankings after that. So, but they were down um, like in I the twenties not that long ago, correct? Correct, and that's where again you give a lot of credit to this organization, this scouting department, both domestically and internationally bringing guys in, um, helping, you know, identifying talent accurately, and then helping these guys get better. You know, you've seen some some really, really good picks hit. You look at Jackson Merrill, you look at Robbie Snelling, you know, those are top, top of the draft kind of guys. And then they've also done a good job later in the draft. You look at guys like Graham Pauly, Jacob Marcy, Nathan Martorella, who are mid to late round picks, and they've all looked really, really good as well. So it's never been a question of if this organization can draft and develop. They can do both. The issue has been they've had a tendency to rush guys and put them in the major leagues when they're not ready, and thus they don't get the best from them. This Kyle Glazer from Baseball America, and you're leading right into what my my next question really was, and that is you guys can see it, experts can see, that these guys are good, really good minor leaguers compared to some of the other ones out there. So we know that they can do it on the minor league level. But now the question is, can they do it on the major league level? And is there something about the Padres – that they've been doing wrong in not getting guys ready for the major league level. You kind of hinted at it where you said maybe rushing guys too fast, and but it feels like they're going to have to do that again if they're if they're going to fill out some of their twenty six man roster this year with guys who weren't really on the radar a year ago like Jacob Marcy or Graham Pauly, and and now it feels like they're going to be relied on at least at some point here in twenty twenty four. Is that too fast, Kyle? Yes, the worst thing the Padres could do would be to repeat their mistakes of the past and rush these guys. None of these guys are remotely ready to be on an opening day roster. Most of these guys have some partial double A seasons, less than half a double A season. That's true of Jackson Merrill. Ethan Salas uh, should not have been in double A last year at all. He was nowhere near ready for it. He needs to start the year in high A and get a full season, maybe two more in the minors. You look at these guys, Pauli, Marci, Motorella, they came up for a little bit of time in double a um they they, all these guys need at least another half season to a full year in the minors and if the potters make the same mistakes the past and rush it and try and force it they're not going to get the best of these guys so realistically looking at the potters right now the major league roster they have what the best timelines for all these prospects would be i do think 2024 is going to be more of a transition year where they're going to have some struggles in the major leagues but they give these guys, these prospects, uh, really, really, you know, the development they need. And then 2025, you have this good major league core of Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Joe Musgrove, Yu Darvish, et cetera. And now these guys are more ready to contribute in the major league. So you don't need to do a rebuild. It's not going to be terrible. But I, I think rushing them for the purposes of 2024 would not do the organization any good short-term or long-term. Talking to Kyle Glazer, Baseball America here on Ben and Woods this morning, and you're talking about you know repeating the mistakes of the past. And you know a, a, a very astute uh, listener tweeted in or earlier in the week, we can't keep repeating the mistakes of the past when we go out and trade uh, some of our better prospects for uh, major league ready talents. A lot of them have worked out. Uh, his off AJ's off season trades, as my buddy David just uh, DM me, they've been really yeah. really good. The mid season mm-hmm. trades, not so much. So, um, it, 
that is that would be, in your opinion, another mistake again. If you were going to unload, you know, one, two, three of these guys for guys that can come in, play the outfield, play first base, maybe even, uh, you know, toe the slab as well. That's another another set of mistakes that they can't repeat. Um, I wouldn't go that far. I think if there's a deal that makes sense, it's worth making. Um, I, again, I, I wouldn't say that that would be a mistake. It just depends on what the deal is and who the player you're bringing back sure. is. I mean, no one would look at the U Darvish trade, the Blake Snell trade, or the Joe Musgrove trade and say those were mistakes. Those were great trades. Great um, trades. The Padres have a really good track record of making deals in the offseason. As you noted, it's their deadline trades that have, have not been great. And some of that's because they're rushing or they're, you know, maybe just trying to be, they're being a little impulsive on some of them trying to go for it. So I think if there's a trade that makes sense, it's fine. You know, there's no such thing as an untouchable prospect. And if the deal makes sense, go ahead and pull the trigger. It's just a matter, I would say that the mistake would be putting these guys in the majors on opening day, or I'd even say, you know, probably for most of them, even by the all-star break, these guys need time and trying to shoehorn them in to fill the major league roster holes, especially when you consider, you know, Graham Pauly and Jackson Merrill, if you're going to put them in the outfield, now you're trying to add a whole new position onto them. That's going to take even more time trying to force that in the major leagues on opening day would sidetrack both of them. So Again, if there's a trade to make, sure, make it. But um, the, the, the mistake would be rushing guys, not necessarily trading them. Kyle, I think the when you said the phrase transition season in 2024, oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. definitely ha- had some people um, feeling a little nervous about what's coming up here. Is there is there an optimistic way of looking at that, that even if it is a transition season, that could be – yeah, you've got some some holes early in the year, but you also have some talent, and they they keep you you know treading water until later in the year when maybe some of those guys are coming up and ready, and you finish strong, make it to the playoffs, and obviously we know that anything can happen in the postseason. Is that do you feel like that's at least an optimistic but yet somewhat realistic view of what the Padres could be in twenty twenty four? We have to see what they do the rest of the offseason. As currently constructed, this is not a playoff team, and it's not close to a playoff team. Um, there's too many holes. There's too many players slated to get playing time that uh, should not be starting games in the major leagues and, and really should barely be on uh, 26-man rosters. So they're going to have to get really creative this offseason. Um, right now, this is the fourth-best team in the National League West. They're going to be, you know, the Dodgers are better, the D-backs are better. Them versus the Giants is a debate. Um, there's a lot of holes that have to be filled. There's a big drop-off of talent from the front of rotation to the back of rotation, from the top of the line to the bottom of the lineup, and one or two additional players are not going to fix that. It, it's going to be more than that. And given their financial state, um, again, they're going to have to get really creative to kind of fill that hole, those holes out. So, again, if they can do that, you know, maybe we can reassess in March. But as currently constructed today, um, the playoffs are not really in the picture. This is not a playoff team. You heard it here on Ben and Woods, yeah. Kyle Glazer. Well, uh, that explains the 2024 Padres slogan. We're reasonably sure we're better than the Rockies. <laughs> <laughs> Us versus the def- Giants. They're definitely better than the Rockies. But look, you stack them up against the Dodgers, it's no comparison. Right. You stack them up against the defending NL champion D-backs, it's no comparison. You know, go position by position with the Giants. They have more top-end talent, but the drop-off from, you know, their fifth-best hitter to their ninth-best hitter is more steep. So... There, there, there are a lot of holes that need to be filled, and that's why, you know, again, there is some wisdom to ultimately the goal is to make this team as competitive year in and year out as much as possible. The fact is this is an 82-win team a year ago. They've gotten worse, 
And, you know, the best thing for them long-term is to let this talented young group of prospects develop, come up, supplement in 2025, and maybe that's where you start to see a 90-win team taking shape. You you don't really see that happening this year. Kyle, tell me uh, what you know about Leonales de Bris, who uh, is supposed to sign with the Padres in 10 days, shortstop from the Dominican Republic, Um, one of the best prospects allegedly in baseball uh, right now, and he will be a San Diego Padre. Is that a fact? Uh, yeah, he's projected to sign with the Padres, and the way the international market works is most of these kids have agreements with teams a year or two-year international signing day. So he's connected to the Padres. Uh, he's projected to receive the second-largest bonus in the international signing class. Uh, again, the Padres have done a really, really good job scouting domestically, internationally, getting top-end talent into their farm system. That's never been the problem. It's making all the pieces fit in the major leagues. But he's a talented young player and, and yet another really good player for the Padres to be adding to their organization. Talking to Kyle Glazer from Baseball America, somewhat sobering Kyle's perspective on things. And uh, We needed it. We're cheerleaders, you know, well, remember. No, and, and I guess one of the things that I'm thinking about is if Kyle's right, and he very well could be, if the Padres go through this transition year, and let's say everything goes really well with these minor leaguers, and the guys, the top prospects continue to develop, and they really look like they're about to bust through, and Marcy and Pauly, and as Kyle said, you know, 2025 could be a really good, you know, 90 plus win playoff team, but they kind of languish in mediocrity, you know, 75, 80 wins this year. Does AJ Preller? like survive into it to see the fruits of his labors even in 2025. Is there a, is there a way to sell that to the Padres fans, to the ownership? Like, Hey, yeah, we're doing really, really well. But what are you talking about? You finished fourth in the NL West. You know, fans need more than this for what we're paying for this roster. You can't finish fourth, but Hey, the, everything we wanted with these minor league guys are coming through. It's going to be, a, I think a potential dilemma, uh, you know, as, it, as they get late in this season. Absolutely. Look, and this is where it goes back to A.J. Preller. His first full season overseeing this team was 2015, and they have yet to have a 90-win season. Um, he's had more manager hires than any general manager really has, has ever had in recent baseball history. Um, that, that's a conversation that I'm sure will be had. I think that's where setting expectations is important. Again, I would like to reiterate, we still have, you know, almost you know three months yeah. until opening day so a lot can change maybe they get creative they make some trades they are able to make a, a really good signing or two and maybe on opening day we look back and say you know what they've upgraded this roster and maybe it can contend for a playoff spot so a lot can change between you know today as we're talking and, and opening day um, but if things stay as they are now it would be very very important for the front office to kind of set expectations of look realistically um this is where we are this is what we're going for and and you know be forthright with ownership and the fan base and let the chips fall where they may no all right kyle well that was um, appreciate it yeah we needed no, it. no no, no uh, we needed to we hear need, it. we need all perspectives here we do. and uh we always appreciate your work uh thank you very much for joining us and have a good weekend no problem guys Bye, buddy. thank time. you kyle glazer from baseball america this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 